Hello, this is Candace and Jenny, and we are here with the Living Word Bible Study, and we're thankful that you've joined us today, and we just want to take a look at God's Word. That's right. And we're we're in Genesis still. We've been um we wanted to start at the beginning. Um uh, we touched on the first day last time, but we're gonna go into we're gonna go up to the sixth day. We're gonna hit a little bit on the sixth day, but I think you you know, that'll probably be the next episode we'll go more into that. Yeah, the next episode we'll probably really have to um, focus in because there's a lot. There is a lot. When you create a man. Uh, yes. Mankind. That's right. A lot goes into that. Yes, definitely. I mean, more than just flesh and bone, mm-hmm. there is the parts of man that we cannot see, but certainly drive mm-hmm. our existence. That's right. <clears throat> our feelings, our emotions, mm-hmm. our will. And so those sort of things... We will focus on in the next episode. But But right now we're going to get going on, um, and we're going to take it day by day. That's right. And we talked about last week that, um, or on last episode, that this is a literal 24-hour day. Each day is a 24-hour day. And we talked about the first day. Um, we'll, we'll go back and read that again. And then do you want me to just go ahead and read the second day? And then we'll talk about that. Yes, that's good. Go ahead. So we'll go ahead and read the first day, which we talked about in our last podcast. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. So we did talk about that in the last podcast, and this time we're going to go into the second day. So that is Genesis 1, 6. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And that is Genesis 1, 6 through 8. So there's a couple of key aspects of this that, you know, I'm just going to be honest. When, when, when you read this and you're just reading firmament, firmament, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I don't even know that I really knew what firmament was. Mm-hmm. Um either growing up right and so when you read that you're like okay can we get to the next verse where i kind of understand all the words Mm -hmm. because i'm not really understanding what that is is saying to me that he did so um as we've talked about before i really got involved with studying the bible through les feldick Mm -hmm. through the through the bible right And he can really break these concepts down. I mean, he really has a gift for breaking these things down. And once you look at it, you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. But until you understand these concepts, it it, it just doesn't make sense to you. So the first thing is he explains is that there are three heavens 
and really think about this. You know, I always thought heaven is where God is. That's me. That's what I thought. And then when you were telling me that, yeah, I did not realize that. But in scripture, and we'll see in a minute, when they talk about the birds in heaven, Mm -hmm. that's not the birds flying where Jesus is, where God is. So there's three heavens. The, The first heaven is the atmosphere where the birds fly. Where planes fly, mm-hmm. where um, you see the clouds, or you fly you a kite. Right. That, that that is the first heaven. Mm-hmm. The second heaven is what you and I would call space, um, where the planets are, mm-hmm. where the sun, the moon, the stars live, mm-hmm. um, meteorites are. These are the things that are called the second heaven. <clears throat> the third heaven is described to us in Corinthians by Paul, where he was called up into the abode of God, called where God lived. And so once we know this, now that there's three heavens, Mm -hmm. as we go on down further and we start reading about these things, we can discern what we're talking about. about. Right? It makes more sense. It's a little more clear. Absolutely. Also, I did not know this, that, and, um, so let's read it again. So, then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And so, God took water on the planet Earth, Mm -hmm. and he took half of that water, and he made like a vapor shield around the earth hmm. up in the heavens. So thus God made the firmament and, div- and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So that's the first heaven. Okay. And so... I told you I really didn't understand this because when I was little and growing up and going to church and we would talk about Noah's Ark, you know, I thought, and I think I've even seen it like in movies or cartoons or things where they're in the ark and a little bit of rain starts to fall. Mm -hmm. Me too. That's how I've always pictured it. Well, I did not understand that from the time of creation... Until the flood, there was no rain. There was no water. There was no weather. It was like a greenhouse effect. And the sun did not come and hit the earth directly. It was that sunlight filtered through those the water. Oh wow. Onto the earth. So And you said it was like tropical. It's like tropical. So when Noah's ark happens, the Noah, the flood happens, when God seals up the ark, you know, and we'll get to that later in Genesis, but when that happens, it literally was cataclysmic. Mm. Water from beneath the earth starts shooting up. Water from above the earth collapses onto these people, onto whatever was living. Mm-hmm. And that's why, um, you know, we don't want to get too, too ahead of ourselves, but if you go into um, 
the Ark Encounter um, or the Creation Museum in Kentucky. It That's how they found whole dinosaurs, like, intact because something cataclysmic happened to mm -hmm. them, put them under sediment, water, mud, whatever, buried them immediately. Mm -hmm. Um other animals and those things did not have time to feast on those dead animals. Right. So, you know, I didn't really understand that. And now that all that makes sense to me, like that the world was a certain way. They didn't have tornadoes. They didn't have hurricanes. They didn't have rain, mm -mm. snow. They didn't have any of that until this flood happens. Um, and so, when God separated it, he put a vapor belt around the earth, and half of the water was on the planet. Okay. And so, now we can go on <clears throat> to the third day. Okay. So, the third day is going to be Genesis 1, 9 through 12. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the third day. <clears throat> so we can see in the third day, he starts out by separating land from the oceans or bodies of water. Mm -hmm. Um. And then it's also important to recognize, just like when he creates Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. he doesn't create Adam and Eve in infancy. They're not babies. Mm -hmm. So these trees, grass, um, all of the things that he is going to create is ready to reproduce. It's at a full it's mature fully. state. Okay. Um, he's, he's not creating it into a baby state, and then it's got to grow. Mm -hmm. It already is ready to, when he says right here, and let the earth bring forth grass and the herb that yields seeds and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is already in itself. Mm -hmm. And so they're already mature. They're ready to, um, and that's how... The design is so perfect, right? That's right. And I want us to keep keep looking at several times in verse 11, he says, according to its kind. Mm-hmm. According to its kind. So the fruit only yields its own kind. You don't have a apple tree yielding an orange or... Yeah. That's right. And when he keeps saying to us, after its own kind, according to its own kind. When the Bible repeats itself, it really wants us to take note of that. Mm -hmm. And it places emphasis on that. Okay. 
And so this is day. So the first day of light was Sunday. Mm-hmm. The second day where the water is divided mm-hmm. up and lower. Above and water that below. is day two. That's Monday. Mm-hmm. Day three where we get dry land and seas and plant life is day three. And that is Tuesday. Tuesday. All right. All right. So, so now we're to Wednesday. This is going to be Genesis 1. 14 through 19. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Right. And again, just to reiterate, when it says that he saw it, and it was good. Mm-hmm. It means that it is performing as it was intended and it was designed to do. So it's already perfect. He knows it's doing what it's supposed to do. So right here, he's going to give us the sun, mm-hmm. the moon, and, and the, the stars. stars. And he's going ahead and declaring to us that we can use them for signs for seasons, for days, and for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have to think. I mean, not in the day that we're in, but, you know, and even now, you can go out early in the morning and you can tell somewhat what time of day it is mm-hmm. by the position of the sun yes, you in can. the sky. Or if it's late in the mm-hmm. day. Um, the phases of the moon can tell you different things, um, especially like farmers you know, can use those things to when they, um, plant crops, harvest, Mm -hmm. um, the stars, people who are out on the sea, um, it lets them know or to, you know, figure out what direction they're going or what direction they need to go. And it just reiterates to us that he has given us everything we need from the beginning. That we could have, that, I mean, back in the day, before there were clocks, calendars, all these things, they knew. They knew what time of day it was. They knew what season it, of the year it was. It gave them all the information they needed. Right. And, you know, it's also telling us, too, about the day and the night, seasons for days and years, He's also developing time inside of this creation Mm -hmm. that he's developing. And, of course, when he talks about he made two great lights, Mm -hmm. the greater rules the day, the sun, and the lesser rules the night, the moon, and he made the stars also. Mm -hmm. Um, And what a day that had to be. Well, what a day. And then, you know, the other thing to that is not only did he give us all of that, but he made it a beautiful sight that can, you know, move you 
sunrises, sunsets, like you were talking about the moon. You know, he didn't just give it to us as a purpose. He also gave it to us to enjoy and and to show his his beauty. Yes, show his his beauty. Declare his, to declare his, um, his glory. That's right. And to let us know, you know, again, only God could create something like that. And have it, you know, work so perfectly. Mm -hmm. The sun is the perfect distance from the earth. If it was any closer, we would probably implode. Uh, Yes. Um, If it was any further, we would probably freeze to death. Mm -hmm. Everything is hung exactly as it needs to be for our existence. That's right. And, you know, later on we're going to learn what is the purpose of our existence. Mm -hmm. It's to worship the Creator. That's right. God, the triune God. All right. So, so fifth now, day? Fifth day. Okay. So, so this is Thursday. This is Thursday. The fifth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And that's Genesis 1, 20 through 23. So again, we can see right here in verse 20 when it says, And let the birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. Which is that first heaven. First heaven. That's where birds fly. They cannot fly into space. No. They cannot fly where God is, the third heaven. And so that's how we can... You know, we take that little bit that we've seen over here mm-hmm. in verse 7. And we can, you know, just read down a little bit further. And the Bible is going to explain itself if if we just, you know, take a minute to really look at it. And, you know, if we have a question, just kind of jot it down on the side. Usually somewhere down it is going to be the answer. It's going to be the answer. And then you also were talking about with the fruit tree yielding fruit after its own kind we see the same thing with the creatures the they will multiply or bring forth abundantly after their kind as far it says um and god created great whales and every living creature that moveth which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind so here again they Want them to multiply, but with their kind. Um, and something that just came to me while you were reading out. Who wrote this book? Who, who wrote the book of Genesis? Moses. Moses did. But Moses was not alive or created on the first day or in the beginning. Mm-mm. The second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, even the sixth day, Moses is not created. That's how you know 
the word is inspired by God to man mm-hmm. to write. He did he he was not present at any of this. No. He did not witness. You know, we're going to get to some parts of the Bible where Moses is a first-hand historian. Right. He's an eyewitness. Yes. He can give testimony. I seen mm-hmm. it. I seen what the Lord did here. Getting the slaves, the Hebrew slaves out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. I seen God part the Red Sea. I walked across on dry land. These th- I seen the manna come from heaven. But Moses did not witness any of this. No. Even later in the Bible when Paul is referring back to some of the things that the heavens declare who God is mm-hmm. and we are without excuse. He was not here. No. He was not here. God was here. Jesus was here. And the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. were here. And they are the ones giving all of this detail to Moses to write down for us so that we can look back and know that God is who he says he is and that we can take him at his word. That's right. Um, I think it is important in verse 22 when he says, God bless them, Mm -hmm. saying, be fruitful and multiply. We'll hear that again when it comes to Adam and Eve. To Adam and Eve, that's right. To be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. That's amazing. That is amazing. So um, what we're going to do, we're, we'll do the first part of the sixth day Um We'll just finish at chat at um verse twenty five and then our next video we'll start with that sounds good twenty six okay so this is the sixth day, so this is Friday that's correct, correct. okay so genesis one twenty four and twenty five and God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind and it was so and god made the beast of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and god saw that it was good um you know and it's important to i'm sure that these horses and cows and birds and all the insects Mm -hmm. um, that we need in order for the earth to continue to function Mm -hmm. and they all have a purpose um, in how the earth is sustained and can go on day by day, year by year. That these animals are perfect also. Mm -hmm. Um, These animals are not killing each other. No. These animals are not hunting each other. These animals are probably vegetative. That's all they eat is Mm -hmm. vegetation. Mm -hmm. And we can understand that if it was a greenhouse effect, there's vegetation everywhere. There's no deserts. There's no, you know, there's, there's, are not these things at this time. It would be like you said earlier, a lot, a lush tropical earth 
without, I mean, you didn't have to have the rain because you had these vapors. Right. Um, and, you know, he didn't create every kind of horse that we know. You know, now we have subspecies of the species of horse. Mm-hmm. Um, there's different types of horses, just like there's different types of dogs. Um, and through time, some of those have, you know, mu- mutated and made all of these subspecies of horses and things like that. But he made the horses, the cattle, every creeping thing and mm-hmm. beast of the earth. So, mm-hmm. you know, skunks, rabbits, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. Bears, lions, yes. everything. Yes. And he made the beast of the earth according to its kind. Again, you can't take a certain type of animal, made it with another type of animal, and make a different type of animal. Like begets like. Right. You know? So, I mean, and this is the sixth day. He hasn't even got to creating man yet. No. And look at all he's On the done same already. day. That's on the right. same day he's going to create man. That's right. Um, And so, I think that we've really learn some things through the days Mm -hmm. and just, you know, can just stand in awe of the power of God in these first couple of days of creation and all that he did just in the first six days. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Well, it is because we believe in God and our faith tells us, you know, we know. But we can't we just can't process it. We can't process it. In our mind and we will one day when we're we'll understand with him. it all. That's right. We'll understand That's right. it all when we get there with him and we'll get a glorified body and mm-hmm. mind and we are like him. That's right. We will understand um what a day that'll be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're gonna conclude this episode. We thank you for being with us. Yes. And we hope everyone has a great week. Yes. So, and live like Jesus. Live like Jesus.